Thank you for tuning into this episode of Question This Life. You can listen to the podcast at questionthislife.com as well as all of the main podcast platforms. Don't forget to like, subscribe and get involved. Video episodes are exclusively available at questionthislife.com. A little bit of context. I'm starting this podcast because as a person, I'm very curious. It's deep inside my personality. From a very early age, I was asking questions to adults around me, family, family friends, teachers, anyone who would listen. I always wanted to question everything. Life, reality, why we're here, what we're doing, how we got here, why we feel certain ways at certain times, what's it all about. And you tend to just accept the answers from the sources around you when you're young. You think adults run the world, they know what they're doing, they know what's going on. You don't really question things much further than the first answer that you get back. For example, I'd ask the teacher, why do I need to learn this? It's a more abstract question than just how do I do this or can you show me how to do this? It's more asking what's the point of learning this? And the answer would just be a, a shutdown response, something like, just get on with it, figure it out. And you get brought back down to phase one. You go, okay, well, I'll go back to the individual thing and not ask about the more important, epic question of why. It's normal then when you become an adult to listen to the news, to read newspapers, to blindly accept everything that you hear and read, along with the millions, billions of other people who do it too. And until really recently, to deviate from that paradigm and find alternative sources for information has been hugely frowned upon. But I'm watching a shift. That's definitely true. And it's happened in my lifetime where the mainstream explanations for things in many fields of interest just don't stack up to scrutiny. And it's often an alternative voice, no matter how small, that's providing more sense, more evidence, more actual insight into what's going on. Deep down, things have always felt unclear to me, and everything is up for questioning. A bit more context about who I am and where I come from. I come from a mixed family background. I've always spoke different languages at home, at school. My family comes from different uh, nationalities. I have a hugely mixed lineage. I lived in seven or eight countries when I was growing up, moving around a lot, and I was very, very lucky. I, I think of this all as absolutely paramount in making who I am as a person. And when you grow up like this, when you move around a lot and you're exposed to all these different ways that people live in different countries, from different backgrounds, all the good, the bad and the ugly, it influences you. It makes you a more open person. This is a phenomenon that people call the third culture because you're influenced by the culture of your parents, but also the culture of the place where you live. So I feel like I was really shaped by that and having been exposed to all this um, data and input at a young age. So despite moving around a lot, I did have a relatively conventional education and then I also followed the conventional initial route to get into the workplace. Generally speaking, I never felt like school was for me. I did okay, I didn't get bad grades, I didn't get great grades, but I never felt comfortable. 
After school, I got just enough good grades to go to a good university, and even though I wasn't fully into the course that I picked, I stuck it out, and I got a degree. The next step was unpaid and really, really hard internships, and doing the hustle and bustle of a busy city commute, trying to work my way up the ladder, living that quintessential nine to five, or what's actually more like a nine to nine, nine to ten life, Monday to Friday. Working super hard for other people within the company, clients feeling underpaid, undervalued, and just pushing to get some kind of recognition. And of course, the best recognition you can possibly get is financial. You want to get your raise. You want to get your bonus. And whilst I was definitely learning a lot at this time, and I made a lot of good connections, and I made some really good friends throughout this time, I really, truly tried to live and thrive in the traditional dream of working nine to five, saving for a mortgage, and all of the same things that everyone supposedly wants. But the way that that world actually materialized for me, the way that it panned out, was that I felt, in fact, that my time and energy was being spent on something that I wasn't fully bought into. I was doing the work. I was getting quite good at it. I was getting better at the job. I was getting paid. I was going up the ladder. But I always felt I've got this tiny little bit of free time at the end of the day and on the weekends, and I can put a little bit of food on the table. I can go on an occasional holiday or buy something nice, treat myself once in a while. But I realized I just don't have the desire to keep doing this for forty, fifty, sixty more years in the hope. That one day I will have time to enjoy life. You work so hard in the week, and it's just this constant grind. You're working, you're commuting, you're thinking about the job while you're commuting. You get to the job, you're completely engrossed in it while you're there. There's pressure from managers, pressure from clients, pressure from the individual plan that you've created within this business. Everyone around you is stressed. It's it's just a very very tough environment, and then you. Commute all the way home. You're worried about the thing that happened that day. You're worried about what's going to happen the next day. You get home. You've only got a couple of hours anyway to unwind. And what do you do in that time when you're unwinding? You're actually probably still thinking about work, struggling to unwind, and maybe you just I don't know. You'd watch something on TV. You might try to read a book or something. We're just trying to take your mind away from your reality, not actually enjoying. Any of those moments when you're meant to be off work, as it were, it just doesn't work like that. And then you get to your weekend, and you might only have, you know, one day of of the weekend to do stuff. Maybe you, you you actually have other life commitments that you've got to attend to within your two free days. So let's say even if you get two days, but m- most of the time it would just be one. You might have some drinks with some people from work on the Friday night. You might meet up with a friend, go see some family. That's all great, but you're not really actually, truly using that time and enjoying it and feeling it and actually getting into something that you're really, really passionate about. So I realized I don't have the desire to keep doing this for forty to fifty years, in the in the hope that one day I'll have time to enjoy my life. And I just figured out that office agency rat race life is just simply not for me. I hope that I'm connecting with some of you guys out there because if you're feeling like you understand where I'm coming from, then you have to understand that you're not alone. A lot of people, I'm sure, feel this way. It's not that you're unique and a problem because you have these thoughts. Trust me, 
there are people who I've spoken to from that time when I was working in this rat race and doing fairly well in the big city who felt the way that I did. And we just kept it quiet. We just kind of kept grinding. And anyway, all of this culminated to a period of time starting a couple of years ago where I paused. I stopped. I stopped working. I took stock of everything I had learned and experienced to date. And I realized that it was time to adjust the compass once again. Point it at something completely different. I looked to the past when I was moving around a lot as a kid, and I remember just how vast this world is and how many opportunities there are out there. And that I didn't need to be doing things that I didn't like doing with my time. I've seen with my own eyes that people all over the world have hugely different ways of living. They place value and meaning on all sorts of different things. Then I tried to look towards the future, and I decided to start doing more of what I want to be doing, forgetting for a moment the impact this might have on my conventional path and the money I could be earning, for example, or the mortgage I could be saving for, for the nice big house that I could have one day, or even just the prestige of saying, hey, I have a big job in the city, I am important, my role in this company matters, whilst sacrificing all my time and energy and a big part of what I did with this extra time when I took the pause was taking the time and allowing myself to get heavily drawn into the questioning type of content that's available online. So many people are creating incredible content, a huge growing number of researchers and people from all walks of life all over the world who are questioning the status quo. People are providing insights now to millions online looking into the big questions in life in a number of fields across the board. Topics like consciousness, meaning, spirituality versus religion, well-being, how should we be living our lives? Things like yoga, meditation, breathing exercises, visionary and psychedelic experiences, theoretical physics, ancient civilizations, ancient wisdom, ancient texts, tablets, knowledge and oral traditions from all over the world, out of place and astonishing ancient high technology that's visible all over the world. Simulation theory, dimension jumping, this is just a small list of the things I really started to get into. And after taking time and constantly increasing the amount of exposure that I had to these topics, I realized that a lot of what I'd learned to date wasn't serving me anymore. And there is so much questioning that needs to be done. So without going into too much detail, since I took this pause and I made a new plan and I changed my personal life, I've been able to, over the last few years, create some income streams doing work that I actually enjoy, mostly from home. Maybe we'll get into this in a future episode, but the important thing is that I've had the chance to design a life based on a more humble and intelligent use of time, allowing me to pursue these interests and questioning these things that I've mentioned, and so many more, as well as other passions in my life that I find more important than the conventional use of time. So for now, as many philosophically minded people have said before, I believe there's one grounding fact that we can all base our reality on. And that is that you are aware that you're having your own experience. So therefore, it's a completely logical jump for us all to want to question the experience that we are living, to give your own perspective on it, and to collaborate with others who are doing the same thing and hopefully improving yourself and the world around you in the process question this life. 
That's the name of this podcast. And this is the next step in quenching that desire for learning and knowledge that me, as your host, personally has, whilst targeting my efforts at specific topics that I find fascinating. And of course, it would be amazing for the podcast to resonate with listeners out there from all over the world, all walks of life, who are curious people themselves. On that note, who is this podcast for? Maybe you already listen to loads of this kinds of content. Like me, you might subscribe to hundreds of incredible researchers in all these different fields and many more. Maybe you're just a curious person at heart, but you're only just starting to open your eyes and question the things around you. You're thinking, what's it all about? What's this all for? Maybe you've seen one interesting thing that kind of opened your eyes and said, hey, that's different to the way that I thought it was. That's different to the way I was taught. Maybe you've never questioned anything. You believe everything that you've been told and you're completely dedicated to the path that you're on. And hey, you're an open person and you're willing to listen to another point of view. That's great too. My goal is simply to question everything and hopefully reach anyone out there and help them realize that you don't have to trust and blindly accept everything that's told to you from the moment you're born until the moment you die. Life is so much more interesting than that. I currently foresee that the podcast will be a combination of myself alone sharing with you guys, the audience, and discussing topics that I've been studying that I find super interesting, as well as episodes collaborating with other researchers and discussing topics with authors and content creators of all shapes and sizes from all walks of life and all over the world. And finally, it's hugely important for me to stress that this podcast will never claim to know all the answers to anything outright. The topics that will be discussed are likely to be complicated, some more complicated than others. But one thing's for sure, no one person has 100% of the answers. We are all students. We're all learning. Yes, of course, we are human. And when you're studying something new, you develop opinions as you reach new levels of understanding on any topic. I'm sure I will too, but it's essential to keep an open mind and to be open to new possibilities and new learnings. This podcast just aims to shed light on these topics that I find interesting to fuel the conversation and will always be created from the viewpoint of a normal guy who's just really into questioning everything and trying to learn as much as possible in the process. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Question This Life. You can listen to the podcast at questionthislife.com as well as all of the main podcast platforms. Don't forget to like, subscribe and get involved. Video episodes are exclusively available at questionthislife.com.